No my hearty Mikey TNA Hawtuck and welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here and nice to be with you and thank you very much to Susie Ferguson who filled in yesterday and my wife uh, kindly said, gosh, Susie did such a great job yesterday, so good. She's so good. And I said, OK, thank you. Anyway, uh, petrol prices could be set by the Commerce Commission and fuel sector changes. What does this mean? That just after four. Results are trickling in for the very slowly for the midterm elections to determine who controls Congress. It's been described as one of the most consequential, unpredictable and expensive U.S. midterm campaigns. David Smith from the United States Studies Centre at the University of New South Wales with us on that. And locked out of the Canadian market. Looks like New Zealand is getting the bum end of a deal with our trade agreement with Canada. We discussed that on the show. And why don't we have more tolls in New Zealand? Now, Sydney motorists pay... $2 billion a year in road road toll charges. Who can recall paying tolls to go across the Auckland Harbour Bridge? Hands up. Get in touch with me. Text me 2101. And look, here's one for you. Are portion sizes too big? I was taken to task today when I suggested to a colleague that we share a Thai lunch. And she said, well, who the hell shares? I said, I do everything, even your brioche. I cut it down the middle and have half. Do you agree with me that portion sizes these days are way too big? Text me, 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me this afternoon, Verity Johnson, well-read columnist and burlesque Club owner, kia ora, Verity. Kia ora, Wallace. I okay. assume you're well read, but uh, nonetheless, <laughs> always good to have you here. Um, partially, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, Nick Leggett, he's the CEO of Ia Ara Aotearoa Transporting New Zealand. Nick, kia ora. Kia ora. Lovely. All right, Verity and Nick in place for this afternoon. Now, have you ever wanted a flagpole? In your backyard. This has been a subject in the office today. My wonderful producer, Sam, his dad really wants a flagpole. Mum, she does not want a flagpole. And it got me thinking about a very interesting couple, New Zealand's flag-obsessed couple. They are Tracy Abbott and Dave Carter, uh, and they have created a platform for fellow flag lovers. It's called Flag Session, and they are into flags in a really big way. With us is Dave Carter. He's from Flag Session. Welcome to the show, Dave. Yeah, g'day, mate. How are we going? I'm very well. How many flagpoles do you have, Dave? We have three at the moment. Of course you yeah. do. Yeah. Of course we do. Why do you have f- three? Okay, so we started out with one like most people, but um, we do have a big collection, but we found that um, flying more than one national flag on one flagpole is very frowned upon <laughs> online <laughs> and, and in the community. So we thought, you know what, let's get three because they need to be flying all at the same height and that gets rid of that problem because it's just a sign of respect to all the flags from each country. Flying country flags. I see. And below or above another country. Oh, I got you. Yeah, and we'll come to the more thorny issues a bit later about flag flying, uh, Dave. But uh, uh, I understand your your partner is equally uh, interested slash obsessed with flags. Oh, yeah. Do you you know? Yeah, keep going. Yes, uh, we, we discovered this love together. This was very much a joint thing. Uh, How? <laughs> yes. How? So we, where does it come okay. from? <laughs> okay, so we uh, met a couple of years ago uh, through our love of marathon running, uh, believe it or not, and that was our thing. That was it, running, running, running. And then um, 
we went on a flight to Christchurch just to get away for a few days, do some running down there, and uh, that's where Tracy lived before she moved up here with me. And long story short, we downloaded uh, like a geography flag sort of game on an app just to play on the plane while we're flying down. And we thought, oh, I wonder how many flags we'll get right. And uh, we got like, you know, next to none. We got the, the, the usual suspects, your Canada's, Brazil's, New Zealand, Australia. And we did not know many flags. And uh, we just thought, you know what, no, being the driven, sort of determined people we are, quite obsessive. Uh, we had to learn them all after that. And then that turned into buying a flag and then getting a flagpole. And then now we've got like 200 flags in our collection and we're only it's, a year in. It's <laughs> unbelievable. I mean, your flag obsession is... Uh, and now we've got a panellist with us, Dave. They want questions. If I said it, do you know, do you know every flag in the world? Um, national flag and territory flag, yes, I would say I know them all. <laughs> unbelievable. So if I said to you a name, if I said, what's the flag of Papua New Guinea, could you picture it in your mind? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's a diagonal split red and black flag <laughs> with like a yellow bird flying on it with a southern cross. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious me. Unbelievable. I'm the opposite. I know about three flags. Very good. He's <laughs> very attractive there. Um, I'm curious, Dave. I once read a Sherlock Holmes where, like, everyone communicates via flags. So I have a question. Yeah. Do you communicate with other flag enthusiasts yeah. by, like, lowering the flag to strategic and significant messages and symbols via flags? Oh, that would be ultimate if we actually had enough people around here to do that. So, no, that's the short answer. No, but... <laughs> um, but we do like you know, lower flags to say like significant deaths or whatever around the world. So like say the Queen, for example, we threw, we flew England, no Kingdom, New Zealand flag, and we lowered them to half mast. So like you know that sort of thing. But now, I would love to do what you're suggesting. That's really cool. <laughs> n- uh, Nick Liggett, do you have a flagpole? I do actually, and I had one on. We had one in our previous house, and I am sorry to say we've never raised a flag on it. So, Dave, I don't think uh, <laughs> I'm going to be your favourite person. But I'm interested to know: once you'd memorised the flags and you you got onto flags, is the next thing that you do, the next step, to actually order them physically? And, and I mean, obviously, you fly them up your, your three flagpoles. But how many? What does a flag cost? And are they easy or hard to acquire? Okay, so. Uh, there's quite a lot of like, you know, yeah, sort of gift stores around the country, you know, you go to a mall, there's a shop full of $2 things, you know, uh, you can get them in there for like 5 and $10 if you want like a, like, you know, a pretty cheap polyester kind of quality flag. But we've got the flag shop in New Zealand, it's in Christchurch. If you want a good quality flag, they're about $20. You can get a pretty decent flag, like, you know, from there and they'll send them to you. They're pretty, pretty sharp to it delivery. You'll get them in a couple of days time. Uh, What's so we the get fl- a lot of our flags from there. Can you picture the flag of Algeria? I absolutely can. It is um, green and white, split in half down the middle, uh, vertically, and it's got a uh, a red crescent on it uh, and star. Nick, Nick, this guy's a legend. Um, Like mastermind or something? Like, (laughs) yeah, this is what it's bringing to 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 my mind. Yeah. Do you have a favourite flag, Dave? I absolutely have a favourite flag. So my favourite world flag is actually the flag of Eswatini, which is a country within South Africa, believe it or not. And uh, they've got like a beautiful blue red uh, flag, like, and it's got um, like weapons on it. It's got like spears and a shield and like old like African sort of tribal weapons, and it looks absolutely amazing. That is definitely my favourite flag uh, for the world flags. Yeah. It's so interesting. Now, you've mentioned that the vexillology community can be a bit serious and also a little bit intimidating, Dave. That's true, yes. How so? So, so when we set out like, uh, on Instagram, as uh, where we first started our platform, um, you know, it was just our rules because it was our platform. We could do what we want. 
But then we started going into other flag groups on Facebook, sort of, you know, just to, you know, meet more people and mix and mingle with other, like, these big groups that are out there. And they're, like, really seriously, like, we'd post the, um, some flags up. We had one of the United Kingdom would accidentally flown the flag upside down. And, um, of course, we got absolutely <laughs> rammed for it. You know? And then <laughs> the flying three national flags on one flagpole, that's a big sin. You know, you don't do that. And, um, yeah, so they... Um, I just find there's a more serious side of it, um, and if you like post a, a a printed flag that's not like an authentic, you know, vintage flag for the the British Ensign Group, maybe they might tell you. <laughs> you, know, you know, yeah. So uh, yeah, there's definitely a serious side to flags. Where okay, like, now. Dave, we might, this is so interesting, we might um, have flags part two in uh, a week or so. Would you be, would you, would you or your partner be um, keen to come on and have flags part two? Absolutely. I just want to catch you out. <laughs> just, that's all I want to do. I want to catch you out. I don't believe that you, you, you can know all the flags in the world, but you've done very well so far. Um, Dave, keep up the flags. One more question before you go. Right. The obvious one. You know what I'm going to ask you, aren't you? Should New Zealand change its flag? That's such a hard question. Um, okay, you I, hold that. You are you, 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 you. You've got two weeks to think about it. Okay. All right. Good okay. on you. That's Dave Carter from Flag Session. My question for you, though, Nick, is equally simple. <laughs> Why do you have a flagpole and you didn't fly a flag? Well, I didn't put it up. It came with the house, um, and and then you know there, like I'm not I'm not that massively into symbols, but other people are, and we live uh, over quite a prominent you know quite a prominent highway. So um, I, I'm not really a fly the New Zealand flag kind of a person. And um, what else would I fly? I did think about flying the Purirua flag, but it's pretty ugly. Um, so I'm I'm kind of struggling. What about laser kiwi? What if I got you one made laser kiwi? Would you fly that? Laser kiwi. Yeah, have you have you not? It was seen one of the options, the options from the oh. in the flag, in the flag <laughs> yes, referendum. Yes, yes. Well, there was some. Um, what was the the what the popular op- option that the, they crowd the peak one? Um, my wife was pretty keen on that at the time. So yeah, I mean, I think the alternatives we could look at definitely. Right. Very good. All right. Now uh, we have been um, uh, well, let's just say a huge response regarding portion sizes. There are so many people who agree with me, uh, like Katie. I totally agree. Portion sizes have been creeping up and up and up. It's irresponsible for restaurants to provide such big portions. All right, uh, time for I've Been Thinking. Shall we start with uh, Nick this time, actually? Nick, take it away. Well, I've been thinking that in light of the recent local body elections that we've had in New Zealand, how much I've been wondering how much we value local democracy here. This has been another election with low turnout and it didn't improve. And at the same same time, are the principles, um, is the principle of doing as much locally as possible still as important to New Zealanders? Particularly given the centralisation by the government that we've seen in vocational education, the proposal on health and then three waters. So rather than debating these issues on a that narrow sort of yes-no basis, I sort of think we should be framing them more about what things New Zealanders value as having a say on locally and and it should be run locally. So how would you do that? Well, I don't know. I mean, I I just think that instead of putting up a a divisive debate on, on something like 
getting rid of DHBs, that the pr- we should start at a principal level, which is as much as possible things should be decided locally and run locally. Now, there are cases, of course, where things should, should be centralised, but we don't ever have that discussion. We just debate the narrow topic in front of us. Like the, town, think, the local town square style of decision-making. Well, we're just an elected, a locally yeah. elected forum to, to, to make decisions. All right, very good. Uh, Nick, Kia ora. Thanks for that. Now, uh, Verity Johnson, I've been thinking. Um, I never thought I would say these words, but I've been thinking about sport and specifically rugby <laughs> for the first time ever. Um, so I've never watched a rugby game, ever. You hate it, don't you? I do hate yeah. it on principle. And then, like, a week ago, a friend of mine was like, have you ever seen Ruby Tui on YouTube after a match? And I was like, no, I've never even heard of this person. And they showed me Ruby Tui after a, after a game, and she is one of the most charismatic and hilarious people I've ever seen. And then I had this massive thing, and this weekend what I'm a very... Star. Yeah, yeah, what a star. And this weekend I'm super proud to say that I will be following my first ever rugby match as New Zealand takes on England, which is obviously a close, close-to-home issue for me, but I will be on Team New Zealand, just FYI. Even you though are? I am, yes. I mean, like, it's going to be tight. It, yeah. Yeah, but no, close. I'm Team New Zealand. I mean, Ruby Tui was the only reason I got into this in the first place. So, you know, I, I should be on Team New Zealand. So was it a case of... Because um, that, that, that's an ongoing discussion. The, 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 the vibe of the All Blacks uh, has, is not matching no. uh, the Rugby World Cup as we're seeing it. And you, you, you've, this is an example. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen such incredible energy around the Women's Rugby World Cup this year and I have never felt that around the, the All Blacks in the traditional like yeah on the Weetabix packet yeah it's Richard McCaw yeah yeah whatever but um, this time it actually feels energised and I think they also had a point to prove because everyone said that nobody would watch women's sport no one would sell mm. it out and they have sold it out so mm. I think there's that kind of like subversive energy Fantastic Verity Become yeah. a convert. Yeah, I'm converted. Kira, Thank very you, good. Uh, someone says here, huge respect to the flag man. I know a school principal who Googled the flags of all the pupils uh, and then strung them around the school hall. Such an inclusive gesture. Aww. That is a gorgeous, gorgeous um, piece of feedback. Um, portion sizes, uh, keep them coming. Lots there. And also, do you recall paying tolls when you went across the Auckland Harbour Ridge? The panel.